You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. How are you all doing today? It is a post-Slichos in the Ashkenaz community, so I've been saying Slichos for a while already. And Rosh Hashanah is upon us a couple of days away, and uh, it will be the start of another new year. Right now, it is still 5774 on the calendar here. It is September 21st, 2014. And the 26th day in the month of Elul, 20, uh, 5774. Dafyomi is Chagiga 13, temperature outside right now, 66 degrees here in the north New Jersey area. Going up to a high of 80 degrees with scattered thunderstorms. It's cloudy outside right now. It looks like it's going to rain very soon, actually. And tonight going down to a partly cloudy 63 degrees. In uh, Jerusalem, it's 79 degrees outside right now going down to 59 degrees tonight. Oh, very busy day on the show today. My first guest, I have a lot of guests. My first guest will be Mayor Kalmanson, and that will be taking place at around uh, 7.45, shortly after morning Chizuk. His online video, High Five New York, has gone viral. He went around high-fiving New Yorkers who are ha- holding out their hands to hail a cab. So we'll talk about the reactions and just what that's all about. Later in the show, I'll be joined by Rabbi Gilly Haupt. He'll be at the Boathouse Cafe in Passaic, New Jersey, tonight at 7.30, for an evening with Rabbi Gilly Haupt by the lake. We'll talk about the event and what he's been up to lately, and also about the Karbach Minyan that takes place in Passaic. And finally, Robert Lichtman will be back on at 8.30. He'll give us an update on the great show for blowout taking place this morning in Whippany. You may remember... We had him on last week. We talked about the event and uh, their attempt to break the Guinness Book of World Record for simultaneous blowing of chauffeur. All that plus Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Live news in English from Israel and plenty of music. It all starts right now exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network at NachumSiegel.com. <laughs>
Wieder am Meile, mit seinem Fiederle. 
Yomim Tovim from Itzik Dajja here on JM Sunday. Mata Swine guest with you. It is uh, 7.18 in the morning. And uh, we also heard from Shlomo Kabach. We're going to be paying, playing a number of Shlomo Kabach uh, selections this morning ahead of Rosh Hashanah. We heard Zachrein Lukayim opening us up and uh, Shofar Shomashiach from Itzhak Perlman. It is, uh, as I said, 7.18, just 10 to 7.19 in the morning, Eastern Time, here on the Nachum Siegel Network. If you haven't downloaded the app yet, go do so immediately. It's the best way to listen. Tell your friends about it. A lot going on this morning. Morning Chiz are coming up at 7.30 with Rabbi Goldwasser. And then uh, my first guest will be Mayor Kalmanson, who, uh, ha- whose video has gone viral. Uh, he went around high-fiving New Yorkers who uh, were holding out their hands waiting to hail a cab. <laughs> so we'll talk to him. And uh, Rabbi Gilly Haft will be up later. Robert Lichtman about the great show for Blowout and our news from Israel at 8 o'clock. So my thanks to everyone for listening this morning. It's a, kind of a dreary day this morning. I especially uh, appreciate the early morning listeners here in the, this area because, of course, Slichos last night uh, was late. I know a lot of people went to the um, the Karbach Shul to hear Yossi Green. Um, I haven't had a report about that, but uh, I'm sure it was amazing. Uh, and, uh, of course, those who are in other parts of the world, it's already in the afternoon, so thanks for joining me. As we uh, have this last show, we present this last show of the year, right before starting New Year 5775, this coming Wednesday night. Back to the music. Here is Shlomo Simcha on JM Sunday.
friend of mine invited me to his house and I like those children very much so when I came in his little girl of seven was so sick really really sick and I was really heartbroken so I went to the piano you know just to express myself and this is a little song Yeah. 
Shlomo Kabach Vanis Filasi. That goes way back at the village gate. And uh, we have him for you here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you on this final Sunday and the final JM Sunday show of the year 5774. Rosh Hashanah begins this coming Wednesday evening. It goes for two days right into Shabbos. Don't forget to make an air of Tavshilan on Wednesday before, uh, before Shabbos. Before Yom Tov. In, uh, in the weather department, it is uh, kind of dull and dreary this morning. Cloudy outside here in the north New Jersey area. Only 67 degrees, going up to a high of 80. Scattered thunderstorms around. And tonight, a partly cloudy 63 degrees. In Jerusalem, 79 degrees right now. 59 degrees later tonight. The... Uh, the first interview I'm going to be doing will be coming up at around 7.45 with Mayor Commonson. He has a video called High Five New York. We'll find out all about that. Right now, it is time for morning chizuk. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, L'zecha nishmas harvzev. Rabbi Yosef Halevi, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on Elul. It says in the Slichos, As the day of rest departs, we come before you first of all. What is the meaning of these words? When we come to Shol Tadav and Slichos, we are gathering to pour our hearts out in Tfilas Usach Nunim, prayer and supplication. We pray before our merciful Father, and we ask to be written in the Sefer HaChaim for a year of Yeshua, for a year of Nechama, blessing and success. What is the reason for this custom of arising in the middle of the night to say Slichos? 
We received this tradition from David HaMelech. David HaMelech said, I will arise at midnight to give thanks to you for your righteous judgment. This implies that when the time comes for righteous judgment, I will arise in the middle of the night. This Simchas explains that the way of the world is that when a person wants to rent a house to his friend, he writes a lease in which he stipulates that one month before the lease expires, the renter must inform him whether he wishes to renew the lease for the next year. In some places, it's customary to pay up any outstanding rent of the previous year, as well as an advance payment for the first month of the new lease. However, there are people who, since they are so busy, they forget the stipulation in the lease. They don't notify the landlord until the very last week of the year. That last Shabbos, when the person sitting at his Shabbos table, relaxing in comfort, he remembers that it's almost the end of the year, and he still hasn't told the landlord that he wants to stay. Therefore, on Motzai Yom Anucha, he runs with all of his strength to the landlord. We can well apply this story to ourselves. Every year, Hashem gives us a lease. But one month before the year is up, we need to come and ask Hashem to renew our lease. In fact, there are those that begin slichos from the start of Elul. However, because we're busy, we forget the stipulation. We have forgotten to appear before the landlord to state our request. On Shabbos, when we relax in comfort, we remember that we still didn't tell the Balabais that we request another year of bracha, of great blessing and success. What do we do? On Motzoi Shabbos, Saturday night, we run to plead with and to supplicate the master of the world to renew our lease for the coming year. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day. That is our final chauffeur blowing for this year here on JM Sunday. Nachum will have chauffeur blowing tomorrow morning and uh, the rest of the week until Rosh Hashanah, which starts on Wednesday night. And of course, he'll be on. Nachum will be on tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., JM in the AM, followed by the Israel Show exclusively on the network with Mayor Weingarten. Programming continues all day today with great encores and great uh, Jewish music. So make sure you keep it tuned to the network following JM Sunday. We're here till 9 o'clock. Mayor Kalmanson will be joining us in, uh, in a few minutes, and we'll talk about his brand new video, High Five New York. You'll hear all about that music by Mordechai Ben David right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. Mamine, 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 Mamine,
Another selection by Mordechai ben David from the V'chom Aminim album, the Sefer Chaim. Appropriate, I think, because we are heading to Rosh Hashanah this coming week. Wednesday night begins a brand new year in the Jewish calendar, 5775. But we're here today on JM Sunday, Matis Weingast with you on this, the 26th of Elul, September 21st. If you're studying Dafyomi, you're in Chagiga 13. In the North New Jersey area, it's 66 degrees, heading up to a thunderstormy 80 degrees, going back down to 63. And in Jerusalem, 79 degrees right now, going to a low of 59 degrees overnight. My thanks to Rabbi Goldwasser for morning physic and talking about Slichos. And um, for all of you for listening this morning, appreciate it. I will have my first guest in just a few seconds, and I want to remind you that at 8.15, we'll be interviewing Rabbi Gilly Haupt. He'll be at the Boathouse Cafe in Passaic, New Jersey, tonight for an evening with Rabbi Gilly Haupt by the lake. So we'll talk about that and what he's been up to. And uh, Rabbi uh, Robert Lichtman will be on with us at about 8.30 with an update uh, for the uh, great chauffeur blowout taking place this morning in Whippany, New Jersey, the attempt to break the Guinness Book of World Record on the um, and, and there's already a record of this, but he's going. They're going to attempt to break the record for the most simultaneous blowing of chauffeurs. So we look forward to that also. Uh, right now, it uh, gives me great pleasure to welcome our first guest of the morning. In High Five, New York, a gleeful man with a large beard runs around Midtown Manhattan joyfully granting high fives to the outstretched hands of those trying to hail a cab. That's from a uh, person who posted on the video. That gleeful man is Mayor Commonson, and he joins us this morning right here on JM Sunday. Good morning, Mayor Commonson, and welcome to JM Sunday. High five to you, Marcus. How are you doing? <laughs> Thank you so much. So let's get right into this. What prompted you to begin this project? It's a great question. Um, well, I've always been brought up, you know, to making people smile and uh, joyful and happy. And uh, another passion of mine is filmmaking, acting, entertaining. And um, it dawned on me when I moved to New York. Um, I'm originally from New Haven, Connecticut. So coming to the big city and all, running and walking around Manhattan. Um, I realized that a lot of people are just left hanging, um, obviously taking cabs, but to me it just clicked like this in the mode of thinking of the next big thing. Um, hey, this could be great. This could be a lot of fun, unexpected, but yet so simple. And I sat on the idea for a while. I didn't really tell it to anybody um, until one day I was walking with a friend of mine in the city, and he was going to be my potential cameraman, so I was trying to wheel him in and with the idea, and I told him the idea, and he was like, yeah, it sounds so good, and it sounds amazing, but it's New York, and it's not that simple, and people are that not nice, and it's aggressive, and I'm like, okay, let's, let's try this experiment. The next person we see with their hands stressed out, I'm going to run over, do the high five, and you'll watch on and tell me the reaction. And so the next person we saw with the, the outstretched arm, I ran over and did the high five, didn't look back, and met it with my friend, and he was like, oh my gosh. That was great. And uh, next week we went out the camera and we did it. Wow. So after you didn't get arrested the first time you did it, you decided, <laughs> you know, this is something I could actually do in New York. Now, you mentioned about the reaction. You must get different reactions from people. Uh, I, I believe most of them have been positive, as you've said. Uh, have there been any really unexpected reactions? You know, 
I was open to the idea of anything to happen. Um, it is New York, and it is, you know, people's, like, small domain, which they're really protective of. So I was up for anything. But I got to say that on the video, we see different reactions of people staring it on and, like, what just happened and smiles and smirks, and that's what really went on. Um, negativity, physical or verbal, did not happen at all at the slightest. A couple stare-downs, perhaps, but for the most part, just a lot of smiles, laughs, and sometimes I would come back around, I would talk to the person, and even help them hail down a cab. Wow. In, uh, in looking at the video on YouTube, um, it, it appears obvious that they don't know that they're going to be getting this high five right away, and uh, it's being filmed. So did most people realize afterwards that they were being filmed for this? <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, we had it was we you know we were doing this on the go so it was myself uh, running around and uh, a friend of mine um, Ellie Weintraub he was there and he was talking around with the camera so we took different angles and from across the street on the same side sometimes the person would recognize the camera but for the most part it, uh, they didn't we just want to try to catch that raw you know right. um, emotion and uh, just see what, <laughs> how people would react. I, I guess a camera taking pictures of anything in New York City or filming is not something unusual at all, so people wouldn't really realize it. Yeah, even some New Yorkers, you know, I'd go up there and do the high five. They wouldn't even flinch. Their hand was still standing there, still on the phone, just keep on, you know, they'll still be hailing the cab. <laughs> That's the other thing. They just will go on there. Did you ever think that once you posted this to YouTube that your reach so far would be about 837,000 viewers. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of viewers. Um, and it's more than that. I've been getting a lot of, you could say, um, fan mail, right. quote-unquote, like on, online from people from around the world, um, literally. So it's, it's humbling. It's very exciting. I didn't, I didn't expect it to go this far. No one really can. Um, and it was a great idea. I knew it was, it was fun, and people enjoyed it. And, and I showed it to friends. They're like, "Oh my god, that was that's so it's awesome!" But to where it went, and and the effect I had in so many people from around the world, um, no. And it's, and it's been a great great wave. <laughs> Mayor Commonson is my guest. He has a video on YouTube called High Five New York. It's an AMK Productions film, and so far it has garnered, as I mentioned, just short of 840,000 hits. Now, of course, after your appearance this morning, it's going to zoom up to about a million, so, you know, expect that to happen very, <laughs> very quickly. Uh, how many people do you think you high-fived in the course of the uh, of the whole project? I imagine not all of it got onto the video. No, no, no. Um, it, was a quarter, it was over two days uh, that we uh. filmed this back in July, and I would, it's safe to say that even though we see the taxis around and there's many, many people hailing taxis, I felt like a lucky charm that day, those two days. Every time I would approach somebody with, a hot, with their hand outstretched, they would get taxi right away. It will pull up right then and I would miss a shot. <laughs> so um, it was a bit more difficult than I thought it would be. Uh, a lot of downtown waiting around, eyeing someone who would be going for a taxi. Um, I would say over the course of the video, making the video, I high-fived about maybe around 65, 70 people. Wow, wow, very nice. And again, did not get arrested for it, right? <laughs> no, 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 not uh, at all. Now, part of what you what you say and what you're doing here is, is, and what you said before, is that you like to bring joy to people and make people happy. Uh, was there any, I mean, I know we talked about some of the reactions. Was there any, though, extended reaction that you may have 
received from someone. And what did you get out of this? Was there anyone in particular that, you know, you saw something on their face where maybe they were standing there waiting for a taxi cab, getting to work, and just like waiting around, and then suddenly you see a smile on their face when they are happy with what you did? Well, like I mentioned earlier, I was, you know, Baruch Shem, thank God, um, brought up in a, in a fine Jewish home, and, um, and I was just brought up that, you know, when you help others, you make people smile, um, you do good, it obviously brings goodness to them and to the world, and we, we the, the givers, um, gain so much more as well. Um, and not too long, and the past couple of years I've been involved with um, seeing this on a, on a more daily basis, the joy of bringing to others through uh, an organization called High Lifeline, who uh, sure. help uh, kids and, and kids and with chronic illnesses and, and cancer and, and also the extended family. So um, being involved with such a special organization and seeing the effect it has, um, just is another way of, of myself. It just inspired me to keep on doing what I, you know, of making people smile and happy. Um, so when when I was doing it and and when I was seeing the, um, you know, just the people standing around, especially in the height of of you know finding a taxi, which is, you know, could be a very stressful thing, especially here in New York. Um, I felt that a, a simple way of relieving that stress and that tension would be through a simple high five, which they're posing already, and sometimes the reaction would be then looking at their hand back at me, back at their hand at themselves, and you see the facial rea- facial expression changing into like a serious re- uh, reaction to like, hmm, okay, that makes sense. Right. So I'm, I'm actually <laughs> posed in that position for the air high five. Right. Or, do you um, do you say anything to them as you do the high five? Did, did you say like high five or good morning or anything? So it depends. I mean, for the most part, I'll just come by and do my thing, and you get know, out and get out of there as fast as you, get out and of there just, as fast and, as you can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or sometimes I would uh, say, you know, there were let's say two colleagues or friends standing together, so I would jump up and say, "Don't high five and get like both of the hands in the air, or you know, just say high five or high five. Uh, but for the most part, um, it was just like you know, touch and go. When come when, by. It, when people see the video, I think there's one part where you. Well, you go back, I guess the guy was really happy. You go back and you high-five him like ten times. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> saw that. <laughs> he was um, good, yeah, we had a good time. Do you have any plans to take this to other cities or other so, countries? It's a great question. Um, so I've already been approached on like Twitter and Facebook from people from different cities and hashtagging high-five me, high-five Montreal, high-five Minneapolis, right. high-five Tokyo. So it's, it seems like it's going gonna, it's gonna to spread. And, um, yes, I'm encouraging people to, to bring the message of the high-five, which is, you know, human connection, reach out, make someone smile, give them a high-five uh, during the day, and it all takes to spread a little light. Right. Um, it, it's, interesting, it's interesting because uh, in, in now thinking about it in other areas, even in the United States and certainly around the world, the way of hailing a cab, for instance, may be quite different. Uh, then we have it here in New York area. So I guess that's something that you have to adapt to. Um, where do you go from here in uh, general? Any other projects in the works for AMK Productions? What do you, uh, what do you do with the, in, you know, AMK Productions? So, yeah, we're, we are a production company, um, here in, uh, Brooklyn, New York. And so, um, on a daily basis, we have our own projects for different organizations and businesses and, and personal, um, you know, projects. Uh, but as, say, for the YouTube community and for the international community as a whole, yes, 100%, uh, we have uh, other productions coming up. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> uh, they will be uh, entertaining and, uh, and all that jazz. Beautiful. And if they want to stay tuned to that, you can check out the channel, subscribe, quote-unquote, on uh, YouTube. And that, what's the best way to contact you or the company? 
Um, the information will be on my uh, YouTube channel. Um, at the same time, uh, the, yeah, over there there'll be all the um, the emails and numbers that would have to. Uh, and also on Facebook, we have a page, AMK Productions, which you can like, follow all the, uh, the movement, what's going on in the company. Great. Excellent. Well, Mayor Commonson, thanks for joining me on JM Sunday. I wish you success and a chasiva v'chasimatova in the upcoming New Year, which starts this Wednesday night. Thank you very much, Matas. You too, and to everybody. Thank you. Happy sweet New Year. Thank you, and we'll be back in touch with you soon. You all. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. My pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. It is uh, 7.56 in the morning. That was Mayor Commonson and... uh, he says, great. A uh, lot of information there. Really interesting, uh, really interesting project he undertook. We're going to go back to the music now, and uh, then we're going to get to our news from uh, Israel. Uh, and what else? What else are we going to do? We are going to, um, we are going to, let me just check my schedule here, at the, uh, 8.15, we'll be joined by Rabbi Gilly Haupt. He'll be at the Boathouse Cafe in Passaic, New Jersey. And he will be uh, presenting an evening with Reb Gilly Haupt by the lake. So that'll take place tonight at 7.30 in Passaic. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Kabach Minion for a minute that goes on in Passaic. And uh, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so, and then at, at 8.30, we'll have... Robert Lichtman, he'll be joining us again to talk about the um, the global great show for blowout that's taking place there. The great show for blowout that's taking place there. There are my notes. <laughs> uh, they're trying to break the Guinness World Record uh, for simultaneous show for blowing. So uh, we'll find out how they're doing on that. And um, and that's the way it is. So right now we're going to play uh, Colrina from Benson Schenker. Right here on JM Sunday.
That was Ben Sion Schenker with, um, what is that noise that I hear? Why do I hear that noise? That's probably from the uh, telephone. We'll see if we can get a good connection to uh, Israel this morning. I uh, hope so. It is uh, coming up on 8 o'clock. Actually, it is 8.01 in the morning here on JM Sunday. And it is time for our news from Israel. Uh, let's see how that is. I hear, I hear this noise in the background, so I'm going to let Hannah Julian know that I'm going to call her right back. And I'm going to do that as um, as we speak. So it's going to be on the fly. I hope uh, I hope she doesn't mind. It's going to be on the fly that I call back, uh, and uh, we're going to do this right now, live on the air. <laughs> uh, hopefully, this will uh, this will go well. Uh, my thanks for everybody joining me this morning. Let's see if we have. Um, Hannah Julian joining us, uh, and oh, it's ringing. It is ringing. Uh, Rabbi Gilly Hopps coming up at eight fifteen, and then uh, Robert Lichten coming up at eight thirty. So uh, I think uh, we have a packed day today for sure. Let's see how we go here. It is. Uh, whoa, that is very static. Very, very, uh, very a lot of interference. You know, we're going to go to a. Uh, a bit of Shlomo Kabach, and then we're going to reconnect with uh, with Hannah Julian for our news from Israel, right here on JM Sunday. Da, 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 da. Sunday. So, as we do every Sunday morning, it's time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian is a Middle East news commentator on Israel National Radio, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Levy Julian. Good morning, Matis. President Ruben Rivlin heads to Poland on a state visit next month. That's at the invitation of his counterpart, Rivlin will be given the honor of inaugurating the Jewish Museum of Warsaw 
He will also meet with the Polish president and other senior officials. Rivlin will also address the Polish parliament in Hebrew. High school students in Israel will be traveling to Poland also to visit the concentration camps. That's the biannual March of the Living in November. Israel has confirmed it's sending a delegation to Cairo on Tuesday to resume talks over a permanent ceasefire deal with Gaza terrorist factions. Israel's only demand at the table will be to insist that Gazans be disarmed. That's the one issue that's likely to torpedo the talks. Gaza's ruling Hamas terrorist group has consistently refused to give up its guns, as have all the other terror factions. In addition, Hamas is also demanding construction of a seaport and an airport, and wants Israel to swap hundreds of terrorist prisoners here in Israel in exchange for the bodies of IDF soldiers 2nd Lieutenant Dar Golden and 1st Sergeant Aron Shell of blessed memory. Both were killed this summer during Operation Protective Edge. Ahead of the ceasefire talks, Egypt is also holding ne- negotiations between Hamas and its rival in the Palestinian Authority United Government, the Fatah faction, led by PLO Chairman Mahmoud Abbas. A little closer to home, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu changed the agenda for this morning's cabinet meeting. Netanyahu dropped the issue of whether to continue the separation barrier into Gush Etzion. There's been a fierce controversy over whether to continue building the wall. Its current route would slice off nearly half of Gush Etzion, leaving that portion outside the protection of the security fence. Among the communities that would be endangered are Esrat, Tekoa, and Migdal Oz. The project has been opposed from the start by both Arabs and Jews in the region as well. Now the issue is going to be raised again at a government meeting on Tuesday, where alternatives to the current route are likely to be discussed. Arab terrorists threw rocks at a bus filled with Jewish schoolchildren this morning near the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem. No physical injuries reported, but passengers, the, the, the small ones in particular, were traumatized and the bus was damaged, the windshield was broken. Police are still hunting for the terrorists who attacked the children. Jerusalem City Council member Aryeh King has called on Israeli police to establish a constant presence in local Arab neighborhoods. King said he believes that's the only way to stop the violence. Meanwhile, Jerusalem Mayor Nir Barkat spoke with reporters last week about the same issue. Barkat saying he intends to crack down on Arab rioting and violence in general. The mayor said he would not put up with attacks on the light rail, which has also been a frequent target. Arabs have been hurling rocks and firebombs at the train. Nearly half of its passenger cars are out of service due to the attack. And they've been attacking Jewish homes in Jerusalem neighborhoods. Barkat said he will not tolerate that or any other. And it, this is what happens. It looks like we may have uh, we may have lost our uh, news from Israel feed. Uh, we're going to try to reconnect for a second again just to finish up the news because I did want to wish uh, Hanalevi Julian a happy and healthy Rosh Hashanah coming up. So uh, let's see if we can just get back quickly and then we'll move on with the show. Do not know uh, 
do not know why this happened, but I guess the uh, a lot of people are calling between here and Israel. I guess maybe it's that. Um, I don't know. But um, we will uh, attempt to reconnect here for a second. And um, Hannah, are you there? I am yeah. definitely here. <laughs> we got we got cut off the line. Seems like we're having some connecting difficulties. Oh, a little bit, a little bit. You were saying. <laughs> <laughs> where where did you where did you leave me off? Good morning. This is Hannah Julian with the news from Israel. No, no. <laughs> your very last your very last story. The very last uh, story you were saying. Um. Uh, you're aware that there have been Arab attacks on the light rail in Jerusalem. Yes. So the Arabs have been hurling rocks and firebombs at the light rail train. Also at Jewish homes in Jerusalem neighborhoods, uh, Barkat said that he will not, the mayor Barkat has said he will not tolerate that or any other kind of violence. We also have better news, according to the Interior Ministry, 24,801 Jews became new Olim this year. That is, they made Aliyah and immigrated to Israel. Wow. Also since last Rosh Hashanah, 176,230 babies were born in Israel. By the way, 1.4 million people are expected to visit Ben-Gurion Airport over the upcoming Jewish holidays this year's most popular international destinations for Israeli tourists seem to be Greece, Germany, Russia, and France. <laughs> Take note, Matis, New York is not on that list. I want to point that out to you. Someone should talk to someone at the White House. Uh, the weather today is slightly cooler than it was last week. Mostly sunny skies, highs in the 70s today and tomorrow. Cool night. So if you're already here and you're considering walking out in the evening, take a light jacket with you. Bright sun for Tuesday, a bit warmer, highs reaching about 80 degrees. Have a great week, everyone. Kasiva v'chasimatova. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. Thank you so much, Hannah Julian. I want to thank you, and I want to wish you and your family a chasiva v'chasimatova, and thank you for all that you do and for joining us every Sunday morning to bring us the news from Israel live in English. We know that a lot of people look forward to it and to get a lot out of it. So thank you so much. We look forward to your joining us for the next year, and we look forward to seeing you next Sunday right here on JM Sunday. My pleasure. And a good and healthy and wealthy and serene, peaceful week and year to everyone and especially to you and the Nahum Siegel Network team. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so Have much. Have a great week. Have a great week. Be well. Hannah Julian joins us every Sunday morning with the news from Israel in English live, and we thank her so much for that. Shlomo Kabach. I'm going to go back to the SINI we started to play before, and coming up in a few minutes, Rabbi Gilly Haupt will talk about the event taking place today in Passaic at the Boathouse Cafe. Da, 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 da.
and only Shlomo Kalbach with S.O.A. right here on J.M. Sunday. Matt, the swine guest with you. 
My thanks to Hannah Julian for the news from Israel, and my thanks to Mayor Commonson for that interview on his video, high-fiving New York. It is a really uh, is really gone viral, and uh, it's, it's great to see him spreading joy like that uh, in uh, in many different in many different ways. Uh, it is eight uh, seventeen in the morning. We're going to go to our next guest in just a few seconds. I want to remind you that at eight thirty. Uh, we'll be joined by Robert Lichtman talking about the great chauffeur blowout, trying to break the Guinness Book of World Record on the most chauffeurs blown simultaneously. Uh, we'll, so we'll find out if that's going to happen today, if they're going to break the record as they expect to. Rosh Hashanah coming up Tuesday, uh, Wednesday night. Can you imagine? It's the end of another year, and uh, we are going to be going into 5775. Well... It is a great way to uh, to end the old year and to uh, get into the mood for the new year. And uh, the great way is by going to an evening with Rabbi Gilly Haupt by the lake. And that's taking place tonight at 7.30 at the Boathouse Cafe, which is uh, inside 3rd Ward Park in Passaic, New Jersey. It gives me great pleasure and it's an honor to welcome Rabbi Gilly Haupt to JM Sunday. Good morning, Rabbi Gilly. Boker Tov, thanks so much. Boker Tov, you must be uh, very tired. <laughs> I appreciate uh, a lag. <laughs> I got in from Israel before Shabbos. Right, and, and uh, then we had a, a nice sleep last night. You were in, uh, I think, Bergenfield for Shabbos. That, yes, that right, uh, with Rabbi Eli Allen and uh, about a hundred uh, college students. Wow, How... incredible uh, Shabbos. And, uh, a little musical havdalah there. Nice. And, and what about sleepless uh, concert last night in Teaneck? Ah, excellent. That must and have been. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Now, uh, just jumping ahead for a second, we'll probably mention it again later, but where are you going to be for the uh, high holidays? Will you be in this area, or are you going to be heading somewhere deep into the... <laughs> deep into the west, yeah. the Rockies. Oh, boy. You just played S.I.N.I. El Heharim, you yeah. know, so I'll be in uh, Denver, God willing, for uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Wow. Um, I, uh, I was flown in last year. To be the chazan, and they uh, they asked me back again this year. Excellent. So now, what do you do? Is we I know we we try to ask the chazan and what they do. So uh, over Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, what are your responsibilities in terms of the tefillot, in terms of the davening? Um, I guess uh, pretty standard. Um, the uh, you know the mariv, musaf, uh-huh. um, and uh, on uh, Rosh Hashanah Kol Nidre and, and Ila. Uh, I might also do some of the laning, and uh, I'm not sure about shacharis yet. Wow! Um, it's a uh, um, it's called the Jewish Experience, and it's uh, it's a Kiruv organization, and so they have a lot of people there who have never been to shul before in Rosh Hashanah. Oh, so this is going to be a great experience for them because uh, I have to say, you know, for, unfortunately, some of the experiences of people going to shul, if they're not really into it, is like, uh, you know, they're there, they do go because they feel it's important to go no matter what they do during the year, and that's fantastic. Uh, but going to a place like this with you is probably going to uplift them uh, tremendously, even higher than being in the Rockies there. <laughs> I hope so, with Hashem's help. You know, it's uh, it, it's really so important, and it can actually be so inspiring for uh, for for people who have done this every year and kind of get stuck in a rut of uh, just showing up and saying the words, but to be with people who, who are really being inspired and inspiring at the same time. And uh, that's one of the things that I find so beautiful in being a chazan is that uh, I'm, I'm equally inspired by the congregation. 
Great, great. Well, let's talk about the event that's taking place tonight, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in your life a little bit later on. But tonight, you are um, going to be the the highlight, obviously, of an evening with Rabbi Gilly Haupt by the lake. It's taking place in Passaic, New Jersey at 7.30 at a uh, relatively new, but in a certain way relatively old uh, venue. It's the Boathouse Cafe, which is inside Third Ward Park. So what is tonight's program that is being co-sponsored, or sponsored actually, by the Kabach Minion of Passaic Clifton? Um, it'll be uh, a night of, uh, of music and Torah and uh, really just the community getting together. It's, it's sponsored, as you mentioned, by the Karbach Minion for the whole community of Passaic. And um, before I made Aliyah, I was living in Passaic um, four years ago, mm-hmm. and I was one of the regular chazanim at the Karbach Minion. And um, this minion has been going on for uh, for many years and meets in uh, different people's houses. And it's a beautiful thing, Friday nights, to get together and do the Kabach Nusach. But much more than that, it's also a place where they have regular classes and events such as this. And uh, I've really been blessed to uh, to know a lot of the Chavra there in Passaic. And when I come back from Israel, they, they put together an event and, uh, and invite me to... Uh, to, to share my music and Torah from Yerushalayim. That's beautiful. I spoke with Rabbi Ruvain Saret, who is the uh, the director and the co-founder of the Kabach Minion, and uh, he uh, he said that he's looking forward to this tremendously tonight. The Kabach Minion is doing beautifully. Um, it meets in uh, in a particular uh, home, and uh, I'll give out the information on that a little bit later on. Uh, the venue, just to let everybody know, is a boathouse that is on the lake. Uh, inside Third Ward Park in Passaic. Everybody in that area knows it. But it, and it was actually built, oh, probably over a, a century ago uh, and uh, was not in use for a very, very long time. And then some members of the, um, of the town uh, took it over and uh, refurbished it. And it is now a beautiful place, a beautiful location. It's a cafe. Now, just to let everybody know, um, in general, this uh, cafe is open every day. Uh, there are kosher and non-kosher food there. So, but the kosher food is all packaged food uh, from local area, uh, from Bagel Munch, I believe, and other places. Um, tonight there will be kosher food, uh, desserts, uh, muffins, uh, bagels, whatever else is there today, coffee. Uh, so that's all going to be there. Uh, and uh, the concert, by the way, I uh, want to let everybody know, is free. There's no charge for the concert. But uh, you should bring along some cash for the uh, for any snacks that you may want while you're there. And uh, again, it's a great setting. Uh, and you know it. You were in Passaic, so you know exactly where that is. I don't know if you've seen it. Well, yeah, since. it's actually quite beautiful. The park is uh, is really a lovely place. And uh, I remember four years ago, I did a, uh, a farewell kumzitz there as right. I was making aliyah. Um, but just uh, in the last few months, they renovated the place, Absolutely. and I went yesterday to see it. And it's it's really quite beautiful. It is, it is it is an amazing place. So we uh, we thank the people that have put it together and uh, and are trying to keep it going. Uh, so we encourage everybody to go. Uh, the um, the idea, and I spoke with Rabbi Sarat about this, and I was going to mention it to you. The idea before Rosh Hashanah, you know, many people have uh, the notion, uh, and it's it's true that uh, when you're coming before uh, God on Rosh Hashanah for uh, a uh, you know to, to be judged. It's with great fear, it's trepidation, and the, the seriousness. Um, but yet, when you approach uh, the same the same holiday, when you approach Rosh Hashanah, the end of the year and the beginning of the new year, 
with this joy and inspiration such as you're providing tonight, it's a whole different outlook and a whole different way of thinking. Um, what do you have to say about that? Well, you know, it's uh, it's interesting that you mentioned the trepidation, and of course that comes from the the, the liturgy, the davening, where we describe it as, you know, a yom ra and it's uh, you know it's, it's something that we have to be in fear. But if you look at the rest of the davening, you'll see that there's so many expressions of our joy, and um, you know, if you even think about the the liturgy, and I mentioned this last night in my uh, in my kumzitz, how when we sing the uh, the list of uh, confessions that we're making. We do it in a major key, in a very happy tune. It's a very happy tune. Right. And why is that? It's because we are getting off our chest all of our mistakes, and we're getting out of whatever's been holding us back so we can go into the new year with incredible joy. And uh, we forget that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are, are actually holidays, yeah. days of celebration, of happiness. Yom Kippur is, is uh, if you read about it, really, understand it, it is a happy holiday. It's the happiest. Absolutely. Uh, Yom Kippur and, uh, and Tuvah are the happiest days in the year. Right, 100%. Uh, and, of course, uh, weaving in Shlomo Kalbach into the mix, uh, of course, takes it to a whole other level because it's not just the joy of singing and the joy of the music, but... You know his music in particular, and the and the way you portray it, of course, and Karbach Minyan, just takes uh, anyone who attends these events or the Karbach Minyan davening it's a whole new perspective in the way they look at life. Absolutely, uh, one of the great gifts of Rav Shlomo was to share his music, but he wasn't just a uh, prolific composer; he also embodied the joy and the love that he had for every single Jew and every single human being, and uh, it's. It's something that, that is so powerful when you're davening together with a group. It's supposed to be a group of, uh, of a community. Absolutely. And uh, I've had the, uh, the real honor and privilege to have been the guest chazan at dozens of Karl Bach shuls all over the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's incredible when you see the extent to which his, his life has impacted. And he passed away 20 years ago already. Yeah. But hard-pressed to find a community anywhere in the world that doesn't sing a Karbal song. That's right. Across the Jewish spectrum. W- without even knowing it sometimes. <laughs> right, often. <laughs> so we, we don't always tell them, right? <laughs> when you hear it in some, some place that you wouldn't expect it, and you're thinking like, hmm, I wonder if they know. I'm telling you, I but, have them, and you're so lying. Yeah. That's uh, so we would never expect. And <laughs> right. Karbal Absolutely. Hotel, you, you see it. Uh, oh, sure. Of course. Uh, my guest is Rabbi Gilly Haupt, and uh, tonight is an evening with Rabbi Gilly Haupt by the lake, taking place at the Boathouse Cafe inside Third Ward Park in Passaic, New Jersey. So the last time uh, I think you, you were on the air with Nachum was probably before you went to Israel. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Probably oh, wow. Four or five years ago, so, yeah. so what have you been doing? Bes- you know, besides just making Aliyah and you know moving <laughs> to another country, what, what have you been up to in the last uh, four uh, years? Well. Uh... Yeah, I still play music, but uh, my main occupation is working as a tour guide. Ah. And uh, I, I took my educational background here in the States. And uh, when I got to Israel, I studied in the, the tour guide course, which okay. is a two-year program to be a licensed tour guide. And uh, I have quite a unique uh, approach, often bringing music into the tours. And uh, I, uh, I bring uh, people from all over the world to the holiest places in the world. Oh, so beautiful. Quite, quite a I, I imagine the tour guide course uh, for you would include, of course, opening a book called the Tanakh. 
because <laughs> you are. Uh-huh. It is it is living history there when you're it, in, it when really you're in is. Israel. And, and you can't compare what you can do in a classroom sitting in New Jersey uh-huh. to what you can, uh, you know, walk the steps of our ancestors. Uh-huh. I actually had a, a bar mitzvah uh, tour. Um, this 13 year old kid said to me after uh, after a, a one hour tour with me, he said, "I've learned more in the last hour than I have in, in all my years of Jewish education." Uh, exactly. So I don't know if it's a compliment to me or a uh, criticism <laughs> of uh, our Jewish education. System. Well, really, you know, it's, it's not me. It's uh, you know, I'm unlocking right. the uh, the inherent holiness of the land of Israel and and making it available for right. people. And it puts it into perspective. Whatever somebody's learned in school, they may have you know a smattering of history and. You know, they learn Chumash and learn Tanakh, and, and you're putting it all together, so they really see it in a practical sense. Yeah, it's incredible uh, when you're actually there. If, if some, exactly. If somebody wants to get in touch with you in Israel or for tours or anything like that, what would be a great contact number for you? Um, well, uh, my phone number um, is uh, 052-574-3181, but it's probably better by email. Uh, tour guide to Israel at gmail.com. That's tour guide the number two, Israel at gmail.com. And you can also find me on Facebook. Excellent. So uh, we'll make sure that people know that. Um, now, for today's event, when I did speak with Rabbi Sarat, he said that um, if people want to get in touch with him to find out some more information about the event tonight or about the Kabach Minion, they can call his cell phone, but they asked to please wait because he was at, uh, I think he went to the uh, Yessi Green uh, Slikos last night. I'm not sure. So he uh, he may just be getting back. <laughs> but uh, his, uh, yeah, his, his cell phone for information is 917-518-5353, 917-518-5353. Rabbi, I want to uh, thank you for joining me this morning. I uh, wish you a... Uh, and good luck tonight on the program. I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. It starts at 7.30, probably go on for quite a few hours, and I'm sure it will be tremendously inspiring for those in attendance. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Shana Tova. Take care. Rabbi Gilly Haupt here on JM Sunday. We're going to go to uh, a little bit of music, another taste of Shlomo Kabach, and then I'll be joined by... Busy morning this morning. Robert Lichtman will find out about the great uh, show for Blowout. And then another guest. We're going to be joined by Avi Ferdig, and we'll be talking about uh, a program going on today also. So that's a last-minute guest. We'll get him on. And uh, here is Mimkomcha by Shlomo Kabach.
with a taste of Mimkomcha from the Hanashama Lacha album here on JM Sunday, 8.33 in the morning. Running a drop late for our next interview, but it gives me great pleasure to welcome back to JM Sunday, Mr. Robert Lichtman, the Executive Director of the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life. Good morning, Mr. Lichtman. Good morning, Matis. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. We spoke last week, and you told us about the great show for blowout taking place today in Whippany, New Jersey, at nine zero one Route Ten. I don't want to forget it this time. <laughs> I want to make sure to mention it. It is taking place today. Uh, the programming begins at uh, nine o'clock, right after this show is over, and the highlight is the attempt to break the Guinness World Record for the most simultaneous chauffeurs being blown. How is it coming along? It's coming along great. The weather's cooperating. It is not raining here in lovely downtown Whippany, New Jersey. Excellent. Um, the vendors are showing up. I'm talking to you from my office, and I could see the setup area. The stage is being set up. The vendors are pulling in with their various activities for children and families and different kinds of foods, and it's going to be a terrific day. And uh, in terms of the actual shofar blowing, I have to say, you know, as I mentioned on the radio last week, and thank you very much, Matis, for, for, for following up with us. Sure thing. The record is 796, and we're just barely there. So we think we could do it. Um, and uh, we're hoping that uh, people who are listening to the live broadcast, if you're anywhere near the intersection of Route 287 and Route 80 in New Jersey, we're only about five minutes away from there. We hope you can join us. Excellent. I'm, I'm sure. I have faith that you're going to break that record, and uh, it is a, certainly a great event and a, and a, a great uh, unifying event for right before Rosh Hashanah. I mean, you're a winner right because of that, and uh, to bring... Uh, 800 people together to blow chauffeur from all walks of life and to have a, also a great fun event for everybody. That's, that's phenomenal. Uh, this is under the auspices of the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life. Uh, tell us for a minute what that is about again, please. Sure. The Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life is a relatively young organization. We're in our ninth year. Uh, we were created by the Jewish Federation of the Greater Metro West, and we see ourselves as the Jewish identity-building organization for this community in central-ish New Jersey, Essex, Morris, Sussex, uh, northern uh, Somerset, and Union counties. Um, and we're working with uh, thousands of families and children through educational programs, through programs that we do on our own, through synagogues and day schools and youth groups. And uh, our, our mission is to bring Jewish learning to life. Um, to make it real and relevant and meaningful so that people will see their lives through Jewish lens and understand the power uh, that Judaism has in enhancing every aspect of life. So this is a, a natural thing that we would do, Mantis, to try and, and bring people together, as you say, in unity, which is one of the unique things that we could do as a community organization, and to focus them and, and enhance their experience, their coming Rosh Hashanah experience, 
with this uh, with this chauffeur blowing uh, opportunity. Excellent. Uh, it's beautiful that the organization is doing that and uh, much success. Uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with you today, if they need to, or you know about the program, what's the best way of doing that? I'm going to give you my cell phone number. Okay, shoot. It's 973-255-6712. 973-255-6712. Um, and if you want in- information or directions, just call me directly. Um, the chauffeur blowing actually will begin assembling the chauffeur blowers at 1030 uh, because we want to conform to all the rules and regulations that the Guinness organization has set out for us. So we want to do that correctly. Of course. And once we're all set, we'll blow chauffeur probably at 11 or 11.05. Uh, we'll blow the sounds that we blow in the synagogue on Rosh Hashanah, the Tekiah, uh, which is the one long blast, the Shvarim, which is the three shorter blasts, and the Truah, which is the nine very short blasts. We'll do that over and over for about five minutes and then we'll call it a world record. Beautiful. Uh, and uh, people who come do not have to be proficient at this. They just have to have a chauffeur, can blow the chauffeur somewhat, and you'll you'll orchestrate it, so to speak. <laughs> That's exactly right. As a matter of fact, they don't even need to bring a chauffeur. It would be great if they did. But we do know that people at the last minute will be inspired, so we have several chauffeurs here available oh, for great. sale as well. Great at a very, idea. very reasonable price. Beautiful, beautiful. Great idea. And then maybe they can go back and... Uh, They'll rival the chauffeur blowers at their own shuls. Who right, knows? Right, right. Who knows? We, also have chauffeur, we also have a chauffeur blowing clinics here every 15 minutes oh. to give people tips on how to blow. Excellent. So all you need to come is with the attitude, and we'll get you all set. Beautiful. Robert Lichtman, Executive Director of the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life. Thank you for joining me again here on JM Sunday. Good luck with today's program. We look forward to hearing about it. Please let me know later on today how it went. And uh, I wish you and everybody a chasiva chasimatova and a good new year. Thank you so much, Mantis. You're welcome. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. It is 8.39 in the morning, and we're going to go to another little taste of Shlomo Kaba. Excuse me, actually now, you know what? No, we're going to a taste of V'chol Maminim from Mordechai Ben David. So the uh, song is Hayom Harat Alam, and then we'll be joined by Avi Fertig right here on JM Sunday. Oh, 
Yom Harat Olam from Mordechai ben David, the Vokom Aminim album, going back a number of years here on JM Sunday. Mata Swinegast with you. It's 8.41 in the morning Eastern Time, and we are exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com, and the NSN app. That's the best way of getting everything from the uh, from the network, is getting the app, downloading it, telling your friends about it, and listening through the NSN app. My thanks uh, so far to uh, Mayor Kalmanson uh, joining me this morning to talk about his high five in New York video and for Rabbi Gilly Haupt discussing the event that's taking place uh, tonight in Passaic at the Boathouse at 7.30 and to Robert Lichtman uh, for uh, updating us on the great show for blowout taking place today to break the Guinness Book of World Record uh, for simultaneous show for blowing. It now gives me great pleasure to welcome to JM Sunday for the very first time, but certainly no stranger to JM programming, the one and only Avi Fertig. Good morning, Avi. How you doing, Marcus? Good morning. Great, great. Thank you for joining me this morning. Uh, I, under- I understand that we're going to be talking about mayors running for a Senate. Is that right? Because I saw the sign on his lawn the other day. <laughs> well, yes, it's a surprise candidacy. <laughs> surprise. Mayor, uh, but well, quite a bit out of the district. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, in, in fact, you, Avi Fertig, are running for as a Republican for State Assembly in New York. When does that uh, election take place? Well, it's in the general election on November 4th, Tuesday, November 4th. Great. And from what district are you running or within what district? Well, this is, uh, I'm running be the assemblyman of uh, the 20th Assembly District, which is a f- fairly, uh, I would say, almost legendary, famous district that includes the five towns, as well as Atlantic Beach, Long Beach, and uh, Lido Beach, Point Lookout, a lot of beaches, by the way, <laughs> right, <Point> hey. Lookout, <laughs> and then uh, loops down into Oceanside, which is a fairly large part of the district sure. as well, and and uh, Island Park, Bay Park, and East Rockaway. Right, and then you come back down again to the five towns. So it's like a very big circle of a very, very interesting and very, very, I would say, important communities on the south shore of Long Island. Oh, for sure. Now, today's event, and that's why we have you on, there is going to be uh, an event taking place, I believe it's sponsored by the Five Towns Republican Clubs, and it is going to be a campaign brunch honoring you as the candidate for the assembly. Uh, it's taking place uh, at 10 a.m. It's going to be from 10 to 1 at Traditions Eatery, which is on Central Avenue in Lawrence, 302, I believe it is, Central Avenue. And uh, it is there to support you. That's correct. Will you? Um, it's nice to have the support. I've, I've gotten quite a bit of it. And uh, this is this is a tradition. Well, I was going to say traditional, but uh, part of the pun. But a traditional part of most most uh, campaigns in the five towns, where the various Republican clubs get together to support candidates for local elections, so obviously Republican candidates. Right. Will there be other people joining you this morning uh, who are going to be on the ballot, or or who are currently um, in elected office? Oh yeah. Well, uh, I I share a ballot with uh, a, well, I guess a, a, among a, a list of various judicial candidates, uh, judges from various courts in uh, Nassau County and the town of Hempstead, 
Uh, I'll be joined by my good friend, legislator Howard Coppell, who I know has been on the show a number of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be joined by councilman, senior councilman Anthony Santino of the town of Hempstead, who I work for directly. And I anticipate uh, Dean Skellos, mm, who is okay. also going to be running on my slate. Uh, right. Senator Dean Skellos, state senator, he's uh, fairly well-known around here, fairly legendary as well. Um, and um, I anticipate a uh, uh, drop-in by uh, Bruce Blakeman, who's running for Congress in this district as well, in Congressional District 4. And the, he will also be on the uh, on this year's slate with me. Excellent. Avi Furtick is my guest here on JM Sunday. He's running for uh, the Republican spot for State Assembly in District 20. What made you get into politics? Well, I, I have... I've somehow accidentally wound up in politics. It started off in around 2000, late 2000. Um, I'm not exactly sure if I recall the circumstances, but I think Mayor got a phone call. Mayor, as you know, as your listeners know very well, Mayor, my brother, got a phone call from Noah Hatir, who was a councilman at the time in New York City, and he needed a deputy press secretary, and he had an absolutely phenomenal press secretary who just happened to not be Jewish, so there were many nuances in the uh, in Brooklyn that she may or may not have been completely aware of, and he felt that to complement those skills, he wanted another, uh, I guess, uh, well, for lack of a better term, another professional writer slash journalist to, as I said, to complement her skills. So I, I believe he called Mayor, and oddly enough, this was one of those rare opportunities where he was trying to get in touch with me because uh-huh. at the time I, I had a, I have a background in marketing and advertising as well as journalism and public relations. Right. So right. I was a shoo-in for that type of position. And uh, oddly enough, he called Mayor, and Mayor thought that he was calling him to do the job. Oh, and he boy. Said, no, I, I, I'm not available. And... He said, why don't you call my brother Avi? And I believe Noah said something of the equivalent of but isn't this out? <laughs> and, it, and it's an unusual circumstance. I, I generally get the uh, mayor, Avi <laughs> from the newspaper, from CBS, from Jamie and the AM. And, well, you know, the answer is, well, no, that would be my brother, Mayor. Excellent. But, yeah, so uh, anyway, so so no, no, so so I went to work for Noah. And we, I worked there for about a year or so in his office.
Right. First, uh, well, I had I had this really great title. This is director of community relations. Excellent. But, um, that's what I did. I, I I reached out to the various people in the community and made sure that they felt that they were getting as much service and as much attention as possible from the local Nassau County government. And then in around uh, I believe it was 2011, I was snatched away by the uh, by the town of Hempstead, working for Councilman Anthony Santino, who was also a very very popular elected official around here. And I, I went on to do much of the work that I was doing for. For, uh, for Howard, but in a, I would say, a much greater, in a much greater capacity, especially because that time coincided with another very, very significant event in our nation's history, Hurricane Sandy. Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, I've pretty much been doing, among other things, working on Hurricane Sandy recovery work, well, probably for like, well, just like the last two years. Hmm. And it's still it's still continuing uh, because not everything is done. So it's it seems natural that you wanted to progress to be an elected office where you could do a lot more things and have a lot more uh, input and uh, you know you could you could express yourself. Uh, so it makes sense that you have uh, joined this uh, this this list of uh, of people and uh, you know looking to get elected, which I. Uh, I I have confidence. I'm I'm from Jersey, so I can't vote. I apologize, but you know we have listeners all over. Well, I I would encourage you to absolutely not vote. Right. That would be illegal. Right. But, exactly. Uh, if, any, if any of your listeners, and I'm sure there are many, live in the district that I that I described before, uh, well, I, I hope that everybody will come out and vote on November 4th. I'm getting a tremendous amount of uh, support, and very very gratifying is not necessarily in the. In the orthodox parts of the district, there are some areas in the district which are, I mean, I like to say people from the five towns couldn't find that a map. Uh, like <laughs> East Rockaway, Bay Park, and Island Park. And I, I have a tremendous amount of support there, believe it or not, because of my post-Sandy recovery work. Uh, right. These areas were very, very hard hit. And that, in addition, of course, to the five towns and the Oceanside, I've been very, very active in the recovery effort. Now, and just, I, I know we're getting to the end of the show, sure. but just... One point. Of course. One of the one of the main reasons that I decided to run is because of the incredible amount of frustration and I would say incompetence of programs like New York Rising, mm-hmm. which is the New York version of um, well, I'm not sure what's in New Jersey, but it's a it's a program that was intended to disperse more FEMA monies to people who were affected by the storm. And, okay. And they these people are just it's a it's a nightmare, and I I. I could do a lot more for these people on the state level, Absolutely. working with the local elected officials. So that's, it, what my, my, that's one of my first goals there. Sure. It's, it seems that you would be able to, uh, you know, being in that position, you'd be able to streamline a lot of what's been happening. It will take uh, probably uh, quite a bit of time until everything is back to normal, if you will. For some people, it will never be back to normal, but at least your work can help. Uh, bring them some semblance of normalcy. Uh, there is uh, a web, uh, excuse me, there is a, a Facebook page, Avi Ferdig for NYS Assembly. Avi Ferdig for NYS Assembly. Uh, I think you're also on Twitter at Avi Ferdig 20 AD for, I guess, the uh, district there. And, uh, and of course, it's a good old fashioned internet. Yeah. yeah. AviFerdig.com. Uh, and those are probably the best ways of getting in touch. Uh, with you, um, and if anybody has any questions, they can you know, post things there, find out about the election, uh, find out um, your uh, 
your platform, uh, cutting taxes, creating jobs, uh, whatever is uh, is added to that. And uh, we wish you uh, we wish you a lot of hatzlach and uh, uh, it's it's a daunting task certainly, and uh, we know that you're up to it. Uh, you have, as, it, as you said, you have a, you know, a lot of experience, a lot of different things, and this would be a, a natural progression. So uh, thank you for joining me on the air. We will certainly uh, keep up with you. I'm sure you'll be on with uh, Nachum at some point also before the election. And, uh, you know, I, I want to wish you and your family a chasib of chasim Thank you. You too. You're welcome. Avi Ferdig, thanks again for joining me here on JM Sunday. You're very welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. We have a couple of minutes left until the end of the show, and uh, we're going to close out. Let's see. Uh, should we go back to the Piskuli? We'll do Piskuli a little bit from Shlomo Kabach here on JM Sunday until we wrap up. Piskuli Sharit Sedek Ovo Vom Odeko. Please open the gates for me. Please open the gates. Piskuli Share Tedeko Voivomoideko Piskuli Share Tedeko Voivomoideko I peacefully share the Ra la 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 la
by Shlomo Kabach, uh, last song of the year that we are playing uh, here on JM Sunday. My thanks to everybody for joining me this morning here on the uh, on the show. To Mayor Commonson, uh, Rabbi Gilly Haupt, uh, Robert Lichtman, and Avi Fertig. It's a very busy day today. And uh, again, we thank everybody. For joining us as we come to the end of another year, I want to take the opportunity to thank the able-bodied team of Nachum Siegel Network for all the hard work done during the year. The members, of course, include our general manager, Miriam El Wallach, assistant program director, Danny Goldberg, executive assistant, Avrami Finkelstein, ZK, Mark Zamek, and so many others. And, of course, the one and only Nachum Siegel. Thank you for all that you do and for giving me the opportunity to present JM Sunday on the network. I th- my thanks also to our regular contributors, Shana Julian with the News from Israel and Rabbi Goldwasser. My thanks also go out to the listeners of the network and of JM Sunday. We do it all for you. Final thanks to my wife Karen and our boys Arya and Ellie for their support in helping me do this thing every Sunday morning. On behalf of my family and everyone in the network, wishing all the listeners a happy new year, and we'll see you right here next week on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.